well-mannered young man. Do you know that? Some guys are old men when they're in their 20s. They're just wired like old men. A new type of worker has entered the workforce. They're called millennials. They're terrible. You are a very poor role model for these kids. I, I don't know what goes on with the youth today. I don't pretend to know I'm an older person. How do you write? Right? No 23? Whoa! Yeah. It's your birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. It's your 26th birthday tomorrow? Welcome to the Fully Grown Kids no, Podcast. Like Episode something. We are sitting in a pretty much <laughs> dimly lit, dimly lit. <laughs> a dimly lit, messy church. It's basically a studio center now. Eating uh, a church. Yeah. goldfish and blueberries. Great and we just uh, finished working with the Utes and we are going to pot it up. Talking about what are we talking about? Let's talk about Corona baby. Sex. Let's oh. talk about <laughs> you and face masks. Ryan, what do you imagine sex to be like? <laughs> you know, I can't say that I've spent uh, a short amount of time imagining <laughs> this. <laughs> so I'm in a white robe. And uh, you're you know, in a white robe. I'm in a white robe. Like a there are like a Hugh Hefner kind of white robe, or like an angelic white robe. Like a like a silk robe, um, you know, hugs the body real nice. And uh, there are rose petals. <laughs> Your wife's <laughs> silk robe. Like a negligee. <laughs> I, it could be see through. I wouldn't mind that. You know, um, there are rose petals, and uh, you know, a little, uh, you know. It, it's got to be an aggressive robe open, you know? Got to really surprise her. And, uh, and I'm the honestly, I'm fascinated <laughs> so by, like, so none of this has anything to do with sex. That's just you in a robe <laughs> taking it off really fast. I imagine myself in a robe a lot, <laughs> okay? This covers a variety of scenarios, all right? <laughs> coronavirus. Yeah. That's what we're here to talk about. Oh, uh, so we want to talk about the coronavirus mainly because. There were what we're what, three months into it now, yeah, just about from when the stay in place. But eight, n- eight, nine weeks, I think. I don't know what I'm gonna tell my ki- my kids about this. Uh, it's gonna be an interesting thing because I'm now that I'm in a pivotal moment in history. I feel like I'm going through a pivotal moment in history. I was a little young for 9/11, and you know how they say, "Do you know where you were when such and stuff happened?" Such and stuff happened. I, I imagine Pearl Harbor. Uh, the Oklahoma City bombing. I remember where I was. I was nine years old for the 9-11 attack. But this is not necessarily one day, but it's that momentous of an occasion where it has drastically changed our society and our economy. And um, I think we're going to... I'm interested to think about what I'm going to tell my kids and what the history books are going to write about it as opposed to me being like 70 years from now, like, well, hopefully I live. I'm 30, 20. I'm old. That would be me being 97. You are old. That would be... I want to count on that. If I were you, <laughs> <laughs> I know I just had knee surgery. Yeah, I'm yeah. breaking everything. Yeah, you're breaking down. Um, all right, it's maybe forty years. Yeah, forty. Forty years. We we'll got forty. We have good medicine. Or do we? I've actually I heard that's another conspiracy theory. We'll get into that. Um, what I what I will think that the history books are correct on and what they aren't correct on, um, because we I realize now like all right all those things that I read about history they're like. I'm assuming they were true, mm-hmm. but is is there some dude that wrote it a certain way? Mm. And if we went back to the actual people, we're like, that's not how it actually. That's not yeah. how the Great Depression actually was. That's not how we experienced it. I mean, look at Columbus. You know how he was written about for 
exactly. decades. Exactly. And now we're like, oh, wait, he's a murderous, mm-hmm. raping, like, right. crazy person. And, and we go now, and if somebody goes, all right, we're going to look at the Internet archives, right? We're going to go back. And if they look at Fox articles or CNN articles or something on Trump, they're going to get so many different stories. And they're like, I know this was an actual article because we have that technology and that archiving now, but I still don't know what happened. So I'm kind of curious, are you guys thinking, well, one, how do we view other parts of the country? Because I was talking to my cousins. How are you viewing like other parts of the country and how you heard other people talking about your part of the country and is are, th- are their sources correct? So this is super interesting to me because like here in the States, we've been hearing, first of all, like when this all happens, like hospitals are full, right? They're past capacity, like people are having to get turned away. Mm-hmm. And like that's what we're hearing. That's what we're seeing on the news. And then one of my parents or one of my friend's parents got in a car accident, like a minor fender bender, but mm-hmm. she had like a altered conscience for a second. So they're like, all right, you got to go to the ER. Right. She's like, I don't want to go to the ER. Like there's going to be people with Corona there. Like it's overbooked. And they're like, well, you got to get checked out. She goes to the ER and she says there was like her and six other people in there. This is an ER where people are supposed to be like flocking to or supposed to be busy. And we're seeing this picture on the news and like Facebook or whatever. But when you actually get into it in real life, it seems very different. So Uh, does that mean they're not admitting people to the ER or people are less likely to go to the ER? So what I'm saying is we're getting a different picture from what we're seeing on TV and Mm -hmm. seeing on social media Mm -hmm. than what is actually happening in real life. So it's super interesting to me. I think uh, there's two things that I want to talk about with that. So one, I would say, depending on where it was, then that story is very different, right? Um, there's like they did this story about a city in like Nebraska where <coughs> the like nearest hospital was overrun, and obviously like rural towns, like places like that, are gonna have that can like hold 25 people. Basically, yeah, yeah. Less, you sh- less facilities. Right, and that's, see, that's the funny thing. You said that was from Nebraska. Are you sure? So that story. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> 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 All right. Fact check. And the, the I will die on this hill. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am not but, fighting but that the battle. Sa- the I, but, and the reason I ask is because you go, oh, yeah, the Midwest is fine, blah, blah, blah. I, I've heard there's a little bit of elevated rates in South Dakota, but my sis- I talked to my sister yesterday who lives in, in uh, Nebraska, and she works for the Red Cross, so she kind of has, like, an idea of, like, emergency things, and they only have, I think – 100 cases so far and i think i can't remember what percentage of them was deaths but and that's that's just another example like i am hearing so many things about we are over capacity and then some people are telling me no no these hospitals are super super like they're at like 30 percent capacity and they're furloughing doctors yeah and people are doing and nurses are doing tiktoks because they have so much time and I'm like, how I can't know even how crazy that I don't even know what's happening in my own country. Yeah, and it creates more confusion. Like this virus already has made people confused and scared. And when you don't know what is true and like what is entertainment or what is like sensationalism, sure, or sensationalism, like how do you decipher what to do? Like, and I feel like people are in this place where like I I don't know if I can go outside. I don't know if the hospitals are booked. But then I see friends who say it's not. Like, and then um, like we had pictures of. When the beaches opened, remember? And they were like, oh, like, L.A., Orange County, you guys, like, flocked to the beaches. Mm-hmm. And, like, here's a picture of it. And then they found out later that picture was from 4th of July four years ago. Really? Like, the news, yeah. And this is, like, confirmed. And, like, so you can check it out. They, pa- they posted a picture of Huntington Beach 
four years ago on 4th of July. And there's like thousands of people on the beach because it's 4th of July. And they're like, this is what it looks like right now. You guys are not following the rules. It's like, what? I mean, well, how can you do that? First of all, I think that's a little weird that that can even be allowed. Yeah, that's lying. Right? Yeah. That's lying. That's like the uh, the Amazon fires that happened earlier this year and they were using pictures that were like that's not yeah so right. like are we in a place where like you can watch the news and trust it as news or is it in a place where it is entertainment and like i mean i i'll play the devil's advocate for my own little talk here but like if i was a newscaster and i'm going into the office five days a week and i got to get something that gets ratings bro i'm right. throwing fake pictures out there i'm like yeah the beaches are crazy you guys are going nuts like what is this there's some fires going on like because life gets boring you wouldn't you do know? that Dude, I'm an entertainer, so I would. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, it, it, that's that's something, and, and I, that's a reason that I started the podcast in general is because th- there's a rush to be first or loudest mm-hmm. or craziest, and and because that's what makes money, mm-hmm. and it, a lot of times, unfortunately, it comes down to money. And if you are have a moral agenda, that a lot of times goes on the back burner because you can't even exist if you don't make the money to support yourself in your media outlet. yeah and, and especially now like fear is the main driver like that's what's going to bring in the ratings that's what's going to bring in the viewers is if you like you said the first the loudest if you have the most sensational stories then that's what's going to fuel all of the you know attention attention and like hyperactivity that people are undergoing right now you know i mean you have the the toilet paper thing and like people hoarding water and and hand sanitizer like all of that was just hello matt parks are you jumping in speaking of hysterical calm down you and uh matt park just matt parks is now cutting off desiree's head with a chainsaw (laughs) 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 no you guys can share the mic if you got a point make your point i like that turquoise hat it makes you look young yeah, it's green. Would you like some blueberries? Um, do you know fish? I'm partially colorblind? Oh, you got some. Oh, what yeah. is it no with cup. everybody having blueberries? Forest green. Antioxidants. Yeah. Okay. So, so I got a question for you. All right, so um, so I'm in a white robe. <laughs> no, no one <laughs> well, wants Matt, to hear that story. Another question. Give, give <laughs> oh, the perfect. Mic to Matt. Yes, here we go. Matt, here we go. First, first off, what is your? How do you think sex is like? Probably feels good. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Is that? What no, no, no. I I don't no tell us, tell us, tell us. Yeah. Walk the it first out. time, yeah. Factor, you, we'll you tell you fact or fiction. It's probably like, like I'm assuming it's like when you're like nervous, excited. Like riding a roller coaster. Like, like you're like you're probably because I'm I'm just assuming it's like something you've never done before. No, we're talking about well, you, bro. Don't talk about us. We have done it. About like for me, like when I do something I've never done before, I have that like nervous excitement, like where you're like, oh, I bet this is gonna be sick, but also you're like, I don't know what to expect. Like you know, like you're like kind of like nervous, like your heart is like racing, but like you're also like. Does that make sense? Because like, ooh. Talking about so the logistics. Brain is are there any down. logistics that you're worried about when it comes to sex? Yes. Um, logistics wise, yeah, I think like especially the first time. I worry that my robe will get in the way. <laughs> Ryan still has not even told us there's a girl in his scenario. <laughs> <laughs> so far, it's just been him in a white robe that ripping it off quickly. She comes in way later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Go, go, go again, Colton. About back to actually Corona. Yeah, yeah. That was super real, though. Thanks for sharing that. Um, uh, so what I was going to say, so Corona, all this stuff about the news, um, maybe portraying things that aren't completely true. They're, we're getting facts and figures and numbers thrown at us daily, and it seems like you hear one thing from this source, and then one source says something almost completely different. So bottom line, Corona, fact or fiction, are you afraid? 
Are you saying like plandemic? I could Ooh. I could be saying oh, that. Well, we're gonna get into whatever conspiracy. I'm, I'm asking you a question. Fact or fiction, and are you scared? Fiction, okay. How so? Fiction's fake, right? Just like yes, we're really yes, smart people on this. On this. <laughs> no, it's. It, I think it's real. My grandparents just got it. I got a phone call this morning, so we just had it, but they're doing fine. They're yeah, but you're. But how old are your grandparents? Seventy. And they yeah, had coronavirus. They have it. Just got it. Like. And they're chilling. She does not care at all. She works in. She's seventy, and she works in an elderly people's home. She takes care of. She does Maybe not people care. younger than her, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. And the people that she works with that are, like, really, like, my age don't go to work because they're scared to get it. So she just gives them overtime. <laughs> but she's, she's going to the elderly Well, not anymore. Care. I mean, okay. she's quarantined now. But she didn't – she was not worried about it. And now that she has it, wow. like, she FaceTimed her this morning, chilling. She doesn't – she's I like, eh. think she goes to work, too, because she lives in the same house as her ex-husband. I gotta tell you, she got a weird family. <laughs> her 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 parents are like not together. They they both uh, are with new. Uh, no no, they and your parents too, and they're with new significant others. And then they like go hang out and go on vacations and stuff. What? Super oh, chill. Double dates. Yeah, so but Corona isn't even do. close to the weird. Wait, so are they swingers? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you made it sound like. No, but they just like there's no bad blood at all. They all hang out, even when your ex. It's just a vacation, dude. Nothing weird happens. Come on. They're just is all sitting around hanging out on the beach, is that what you think? <laughs> sitting around in robes, you know. The first time sex is like swingers. <laughs> Matt's thought about this. <laughs> no, you just made it sound like that. You're like, oh, they're a weird family. They all hang out. No. Well, they made you. All right, so. listen. There's yeah, a difference what? between brown people and white people. White people, when you get divorced, this is another. And podcast. you split up. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, there. There's bad blood, and you're not talking to each other at all, ever. Wow. Huh. Yep. And like they're cool. No, like yeah, was blow cool. up arguments. Like was your arguments, birth? They're not cool. They're, they're cool. Was your birth wow. what split them up? Wow. Maybe, possibly. I was just curious. I guess we'll never find out. That was that was blow. <laughs> 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 well, that's what she's like. Ever since her my grandparents, birth, like not yeah. even her kids, like her th- th- this granddaughter is <laughs> ugly. <laughs> word through. <laughs> <laughs> they're married. But Everyone. I do think it's blown out of proportion to get back to our topic. Sorry. I don't think everything should be closed, um, especially parks and beaches and stuff where you can actually stay six feet away. It is just so frustrating that you have to be stuck indoors, especially if you have a 64-foot condo like we do. Yeah, so that's that's another thing that I'm curious about is why are Walmart and Home Depot and Target and certain places – packed yes uh, and we live in southern california san diego uh yes there's a line to get in but when you get in you're still walking by people you're touching the same products that other people have touched and uh only recently now probably a month and a half in have they or two two months in have they mandated masks and at first and that's another thing with the mask they said the masks did nothing and then uh probably a month month and a half in they were like all right these masks actually do something, and then it's like a switch. Then, like, 95, 98% of people have masks on. But before that, they didn't. Yeah. A- and then, well, and, then and because of that, like, there are counties and places like San Diego that mandated masks. 
Yeah. Like you, you cannot you get into get a grocery fine. store. Yeah. Like right. They will turn well, you away at the yeah, door. Yeah, and I be yeah. I had to put basketball shorts over my face one time. It was super humiliating. It smelled like tortilla chips and sweat. It was gross. Yeah. Question: What do we think about like I think it was Switzerland or one of the S countries? I forgot what they're. Sweden. Sweden. Sweden or Switzerland? One of those two. Is Sweden in Switzerland? Ooh. Yeah. No, <laughs> Bro, yeah they're well. definitely different countries. If you're Swiss and you're listening to this, I'm very fact sorry. check you on that yeah. one. They're definitely different no, countries. But basically, yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, but basically, like uh, one of those countries, forgot which one. They never shut down. They just said, hey, they just informed everybody. If you're high risk, if you're this, whatever, stay home. And they just did the herding mentality, and they're like. They're fine now. That's exactly what I think we should have done. I don't think we should have shut down for... Well, okay, listen. My issue is why do we not give people personal uh, choice and decision-making and trust them to be intelligent adults? And I know, like, oh... Well, so outside of masks, they have given people that, right? Because the only thing that is mandated is masks when you're out in public. Like, shelter in place is a suggestion. Right. But they all make that stuff it sound like it's a, a demand, and then you get tickets. Dude, but I think that kind of solves the problem. It's like you're dumb enough to think yeah. that like they're just suggesting something, you have to do it. Okay, but that, th- don't you think that sets a stupid precedent? Because when they finally do that, and we do have a, a disease that actually is a, a 60, 70, 80% death rate, that when you say, hey, you guys got to stay in, then people are like, I remember when we had corona 30 years ago. Th- no, that oh, was that was a joke. Yeah, I do not think it was handled properly at all. Okay. I think people overreacted, especially in leadership positions. And when you look to them to decide how to react, and they're overreacting, it causes no reaction at a widespread level. Mm. And I mean, like, it, it's interesting. Like, they throw these numbers at you. Like, uh, just last week, like, we have a million cases in the U.S., right? That sounds like a big number, right? A million cases in the U.S. It's like less it's than population. 1%. We have 330 million people in the U.S. So they threw this out all week. I was watching the news, and they're like, there's a million cases, guys. The curve is not flattening. Freak out, freak out, freak out. But when you look at it in the grand scheme of things, and you actually dig a little deeper, you're like, all right, so you're telling me if I'm in a room with 330 people, one person in there has coronavirus. And the chances of them cool dying those from odds. that yeah. are... Yeah, and I, again, I don't want to be the person that goes, hey, this is like... This is not a thing. We don't care. If people die, they die. I have. I do not think that at all. My issue is, okay, Home Depot and Target and certain things are open when they say this small business can't be open. Is not essential. Is not essential. Like my poor barber. It, the what barber, is he doing right, right now, he, He's not making money, Broke. but he's... he's <laughs> Honestly. Right yeah, now. what are they doing? But yogurt mill but can I be open? Walk, You're right, kidding me. Exactly. And, uh, but I can I'm not complaining, though. I do. Face, <laughs> to, face to face with the cashier... Yeah, pay them money, but the barber can't cut my hair w- with his own business. Yeah, it, well, if I'm your barber. Number one. Well, that's true. <laughs> Matt it's worked Parks out well for you. Barber. He got another haircut. I'm not gonna lie. He looks a great barber. <laughs> wow, that's rude. Yeah. It's not like he's a professional. Would barber. you say that to a real barber? Yeah, uh, he's had terrible haircuts. He knows terrible haircuts. He yeah, my hair makes sense. My why hair's keep switching barbers. Uh, anyway, stop. <laughs> you 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 tell the barber he can't work, but then you tell. Certain guys that are certain you're playing almost kingmaker. I don't want to get into conspiracies, but I don't understand how you're allowing certain places that have a lot of traffic and a lot of people to get in contact with each other open while you say you can't surf and you can't go to national parks and you can't drive through a national park. You can't even drive through Joshua Tree right now. Yeah, that's weird. Has anyone seen Plandemic? No. I got to ask the question. No. No, 
I haven't. I've just heard the word. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm. Okay, so it's like the new hot video out there that's like debunking everything about coronavirus. What is it on? Why YouTube? I am, what? Is it on YouTube? Yeah, so it's been on YouTube, but, but they like take it down all the time because it is uh, rabble-rousing, and it's like, it's misinformation is what they call it. So now all of a sudden, first of all, this is a problem as well. Yeah, like, like YouTube becomes YouTube, the moral police. Yeah, and everything on YouTube is has not been mi- has been completely a hundred percent true up until this point. And yeah, and like YouTube is a place for information. When do you get to decide if it's misinformation? Anyways, I feel like someone has to make like a second YouTube where everything is like never gonna be able to take down. Like that'd be cool. It's well, like the black market yeah. YouTube. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's where terrorists like post their like there, beheading no, videos. But when you but have a monopoly, but here's the thing, well, you want to go farther down the conspiracy thing. When you have a monopoly like that and you are supported by the government and I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying, Who knows? why Watch are pandemic. they taking, why are they taking certain things down when you have a, a platform, obviously, that everybody's on? It's not easy to just be like move everybody over everyone's been doing this nowadays facebook instagram youtube Mm -hmm. twitter anything that they deem as misinformation because we're in a state of emergency they've been able to take down which i think violates some of our rights of freedom to speech wait so is it is it false though is it misinformation so here is the deal um i'm not gonna just because we haven't all seen it i'm not gonna comment on all the information that pandemic has to say um, but there is something in there that is interesting that is 100 percent true and first of all just like with the news and just like everything else you're hearing I think you have to be careful with pandemic because I think it's easy to throw out things as truth. But then if you don't dig deeper, some of it's just hearsay, some of it's opinion. But one of the things that they talk about that is 100% true is that um, members of the CDC and high-level health officials can own patents on vaccines and medicines that they have created. Now, what that means um, is that people like... Fauci? People like Fauci, right, in high level, um, making decisions for people um, in a health standpoint, mm-hmm. own patents on vaccines that they can then distribute. Okay. So what they do is they can uh, create regulations, create laws that draw out a virus, right, in theory. Now, I'm not saying anyone has done this, but if you had something to gain from more vaccines getting circulated, that means more sick people, that means a vaccine that is required, would you not do things to make that happen? So it's almost like a like a weird form of insider trading. Yeah, yeah, it's or kind of like a not familial nepotism, but kind of nepotism, like in keep it in the family. It's a, it's like allowing a certain evil so that you can be the hero and profit. So off you of can it. make money is basically yeah. what it is. Yeah. So and so so and this is what I've heard about it too. And correct me if I'm wrong, but so like say Fauci owns a patent, and then they're they're like literally only letting the the drug that he has patented be allowed and everything else is not like FDA or CDC approved. So they can do that. They can do that because they're in that level of leadership. Now, how is this not like a conflict of interest to me? I have no idea. But there was a a bill passed in the 70s that allowed, basically because scientists were creating vaccines and they felt like they weren't getting their, their dues, right? So they passed this bill that if you're a scientist, you create something that's helpful, you can have a patent on it, make some money. But it's been twisted over the past, you know, 50 years, so that it would be possible that someone in a high-level leadership could own a patent and make things work for their gain. So it's a conflict of interest. But it's not. That's the problem. Well, legally it's not. Yes. Okay. That's like... Well, it's like the whole deal with insulin, right? Like, insulin prices have gone up, like, thousands of percents, and, like, people have died because they're hoarding 
they're an in, they're they're hoarding their own insulin right. and they're rationing right, right, it right. and then when you know they don't have enough they try and get more and whatever they don't have insurance they can't afford it and then people die so let me ask you guys this do you guys when we're talking about Walmart and Home Depot and like do you guys agree cuz I'm a capitalism guy like and you I mean you're a, a small business owner mm-hmm. you're a capitalism guy too Tried but to start a kombucha company when I was 19 years old. You <laughs> <laughs> got shut down by the ABC. Thanks a lot, <laughs> California. What's the ABC? Alco- alcohol? Alcohol beverage certification or company or something like that. Huh. It's the regulating they agency. Down, huh? why no, they, they sh- just never let me get started. Wow. More why, why couldn't you? Was your the kombucha good? Thing. Was your kombucha terrible? No, it was amazing. It would have changed the face of the earth. Do you still make it? No. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, <laughs> ABC Hold guy. On, if, if, it, if, it, if it were to exist, what flavors would you just have come out with? I mean, I might have had like a lemon ginger a couple of weeks ago and oh. a, a little pina colada this month, you know? How do you... Yeah. Pina colada? Yeah, it is. So you just do a little coconut Rubio's tea for Don't your first... <laughs> oh, nice <laughs> try, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andrew, right, I'm so 11 spices. So you're a uh, solopreneur. Capitalism, uh, yeah, I love it. Capitalism, okay. Long story short. But do you think at a certain point that we should have people kind of like uh, overseeing and, and looking into the Walmarts and the Home Depots or, or how certain people – I mean, obviously you should have regulation, but is it ba- is it bad for people? Is it bad for business to, to have this much of a monopoly where they go, hey, we can't let Walmart fail. We can't let Delta fail. We can't let Boeing fail. The only – airline company manufacturer in the United States, and their only main competitor is Airbus, which is a French company. We can't let them fail. We have to bail them out. So they just keep on going. Well, yeah, we ran into that same thing in 08 mm-hmm. with, like, all the banks that like mm-hmm. couldn't that were going bankrupt and they couldn't fail. And so they just took millions and millions of um, uh, taxpayer and government dollars, right, right, to keep them going. And so I think that was a problem then. And we're like, oh, this shouldn't happen. We can't do this. We can't have companies that have monopolies are too big to fail. And I think we're seeing the same thing happen again. And so I don't, I, I mean, I don't think that's right. Obviously, if your company wasn't set up to withstand something, then maybe that's the natural process. Yeah, I, the, it, the problem is I think they're so big. And again, I, I don't really even have a huge issue with, like, if you come up with, I mean, Walmart started as a small uh, business, it's gonna grow if it's a good product. And now is the largest single employer in the United States. Right, but but does, doesn't it feel fake then? If, if like everything's propped up on stilts, like eventually it has to come crashing down. Sure, but the problem is if you're gonna go, all right, we're facing an economic shutdown, and then we're not gonna. And I'm not saying Walmart needs to be bailed out, but we're not gonna bail out somebody that is this big because they are the biggest employer in the country. You're almost – does that mean you're too big to fail? It, it does. And it, you'd basically be putting a death sentence on the economy, right? Because then we'd be going into a place where unemployment rates are higher than they've ever been before. If all of a sudden every Walmart fails across the country, like hundreds of thousands uh, thousands of people would be out of jobs, yeah. right? And then, like, all of a sudden that's going to strain more on the government. I think we're already seeing that right now with, like, stimulus payments and more people being on unemployment than yeah. have ever been, right? Do you guys agree with the stimulus check? I cashed it. I mean, I didn't, get, I didn't <laughs> get it. I agree with one if I got one, yeah. but I didn't. I thought that was fake news for a little bit, too. Did you? Oh, yeah. People were like, oh, did you get your stimulus check? I was like, people keep talking about this, and everyone says they know someone who got one, but no one actually like can name that person. Did you get yours? I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I, I, 
But that I I heard that it comes out of your tax return it next has, year. Yes. Is that a thing? So, so it's, yeah, that's what I've heard too. So it's like it's like a basically an advance on your tax return. So next year, if your tax return is like fifteen hundred dollars, they're only gonna give you three hundred dollars. No, I got mine in my bank account. But basically, if it's under, so like if next year so my tax return is gonna be like less than twelve hundred, they just call it even. The IRS sent you that check, so they have it documented somewhere that they yeah. gave you twelve hundred bucks or twenty four hundred dollars. Yeah, well, I mean, we're gonna get like three this year. Three bucks. That's three good. dollars. Three, three grand. Yeah, like you guys should call it even. Probably. Yeah. Be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna get three grand. But so, so you're gonna get theoretically, you would not get that much. You would get sixteen hundred. Six hundred. Okay, but, but my my twenty four for Mary. Oh, right. I see. Are oh, she didn't get one. And we're not economists, but wink, wink. Do you think? <laughs> yeah. Hey, IRS, we didn't yeah. get ours. It got lost <laughs> in the mail. <laughs> um. Do you think that just handing $1,200 to certain people are... Bro, first of all, if that is what Trump was able to pull off, the most amazing campaign of all time. <laughs> like, you're trying to get reelected, and you're like, here's 1200 bucks, yeah. here's 1200 bucks, here's 1200 yeah. bucks. Like, people are saying it's not enough. Some people, like, want more and, like, are comparing us to different countries. Bro, I'd love more. Which also, I mean, isn't that on. the equivalent of just printing money and then yeah. increasing, increasing inflation? That's been happening for years. Now. Yeah. Well, like, right now, we at, at the moment, we actually have deflation. And the reason is because the people are saving actually, and I, I, I heard I read an article the, the other day that people are saving at a record pace, which we need to do. It's yeah. a good habit and a good principle to live by. And people now are going, oh no, we need to save because something like this could happen if we and we run into it. So we as a so generation too are like better savers on average because we lived through 08 and we saw like yeah. what it did and to And we have no money. Stuff. But well <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. Save but your two mites. <laughs> <laughs> but cash is so valuable at this moment that the US dollar is getting stronger and stronger because people don't want it in anywhere else. They want it in their bank account. And so we're actually getting deflation and it's becoming more valuable. I'm just worried that we print so much cash, and when the economy evens out, that we go the opposite way, and inflation skyrockets. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean, look what happened in Venezuela, what, like a year and a half, two years ago? Prices <laughs> were increasing by like 2,000% yeah, a day or something it crazy. It's more worth it to burn it for heat than yeah. it is to yeah, the, the pay for something. Yeah, the villages were making like baskets out of like the money. It was like really pretty, but like they're like a worthless person. Yeah. Which, uh, I already do that, so... <laughs> You're, you're that rich? That's how I store my kombuchas. I <laughs> <laughs> cash baskets. I don't trust banks. I just weave them into baskets <laughs> and put them under my mattress. Okay, so here's 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 my main curiosity with this whole situation is that as soon as it happened, I I guess may be skeptical and I don't think call me crazy, don't think that everyone uh in power and major institutions and the government always have my best interests in mind. And it shocked me and surprised me. (laughs) 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 I I know. (laughs) It it shocked me and surprised me that they shut things down so quickly and so fast and so intently that people lost millions and millions of dollars. They shut the NCAA down. They they shut NHL, MLB, NBA. um, Well, they postponed MLB. And they lost and are losing tons and tons of money. Where usually you're like, all right, let's just let you know we're making gonna make money. People die or they don't want to go. And, and usually you would see some sort of fight, but they made the decision right away. And that's what I was like blown away by is how willing everyone was to shut down right away. Right. 
like right away. No so pushback, no fight. It was like everything stopped today. We're done. So check out this conspiracy theory. Ooh, yes. Maybe, because I'm trying to say, well, what is their incentive for shutting this down? What if it was, and I am not a Trump guy. <laughs> Let me preface this. I am not endorsing Trump at all. But what if it was that people bucks. were going, <laughs> <laughs> this economy is going so fast and so well, because prior to this, we were doing booming very, very well, mm-hmm. that there's no way we can beat Trump. And then we have Joe Biden, who is not the strongest candidate. And I think Bernie at the time. Heard this <laughs> right, right. That they're going, there's no way we can beat Trump unless we go, You there while you were in power, the economy tanked. And then you look at Joe Biden, who just recently got accused of sexual assault and has, like, normally, in normal sta- circumstances, this would be a huge yeah, story. Like it would be, around. you know, a daily update kind of thing. And now it's like, no, this is like not. <laughs> I not did what? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's that. He is. Like, that was 30 he's, years ago. I don't remember what I had for breakfast. <laughs> no, I know. He's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, his mind is like scary. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody look it up. <laughs> but I like, guess if you say it happened, it happened. These videos of him like sniffing little girls' hair and stuff like that. That's, it's a, like that's the accurate. Creepiest yeah. video in the world. He's but seventy-seven years old. He's seventy-seven. Bernie's like what? Double that? <laughs> yeah, Bernie. Yeah, Bernie. Yeah, but he's not as age is just a number. It and says. Right. So, is there any validity to the fact that maybe someone in the left was like, "We need to shut this guy down"? But it seems like a lot of Republicans would be rich. So what's interesting is in that video, pandemic too. This woman who is a virologist talks about how for For a for the viewers at home, what's a virologist? A virologist, someone who studies viruses. Thank you. Yeah. And she makes a lot of good points, but it's just basic virology about, like, how they live, like, the conditions they die in and things like that. But she said for a virus to transfer from an animal to a human um, takes about 200 years for that to naturally occur. She said, um, and this is true, I mean, we can look back to the Spanish flu, um, but basically her point was that— Which didn't originate in Spain, but anyways. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. No, we won't. But anyways, (laughs) um, she says, like, for it to transfer naturally from a, a— a bat, per se, because that's where it started. It would take 200 years to happen naturally. Um, but she said that scientists, like virologists, who study viruses, one of the things they do is they see how would this be able to affect humans. And so they mutate and modify viruses to make it affect humans. Yeah. Now, that is so, in their minds, that they could be able to stop it or fight it if it ever gets there. But look back to the Spanish flu, which was a dead disease. There's no cases anywhere around the world after it killed millions of people. Right? It was completely gone. Mm-hmm. A scientist, a French scientist, went into the grave of an Indian, dug up the body, and took out the virus from Native this American dead body. Or a Native American. Okay. Yeah. So or Indian. 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 Indian burial ground. Native American burial ground. <laughs> right. In- indigenous person. <laughs> Thank you. The one with Poke. Okay. No, he, uh. Pocahontas. <laughs> classic, classic. <laughs> we love Parks and Rec. Anyways, so he, he exhumes the body, takes out the virus to study it. He studies it, reanimates it. So this was a dead disease that was gone from the face of the earth that no one should ever have to get ever again. This is illegal, right? This is an illegal No, no, no. He was a scientist. He was studying the virus. In case it ever came back, he'd be able to fight this. He reanimates it, brings it back to life, loses it. 
It gets free from his lab. Spanish flu comes back into the world and kills millions more people. What, just like ran away? Yeah, it just was like, peace. <laughs> no, no. Like, viruses are small. They're hard wh- to control. When did this happen? Uh, oof, I don't know the Probably exact date. a long date. time ago. Oh, we the could, last fact sp- check. Spanish flu outbreak. Yes, yes. Okay. So it was a dead disease. Completely gone. Zero cases in the in the world. And this scientist exhumed a body, reanimated the virus, spread it out to the world. I see. So scientists are shifting and making viruses in a way that they may probably with good intentions. I don't want to put anything out there like, I mean, to be able to study something, you want to know what it could do if it ever does something terrible. But to do that, you have to find out how to make it do something terrible. So you're saying, like, is it an ethical, like, I mean, like, is it a good thing that we're still doing stuff like that? So I'm saying it's very possible that something could be transformed and released for a specific purpose if someone was devious enough to do that. And I, I get the sentiment. I mean, prevention is always less costly than treatment. Yes. A hundred times yeah. out of a hundred. Um, but, ooh. It's, it's juicy, dude. Like, there's so much that goes on that we have no idea. And, like, I was just a paramedic for a couple years, and so I was, like, literally the janitor on the ground floor of the medical field. But people are people, and you can see how, like, money corrupts and power and influence corrupts. And um, if you keep your own agenda in front of other people, that stuff is bound to happen. Yeah, that, and, th- and that's another thing I was talking about with my cousin the other day. Um, we were talking about the monopolies and how people in power, you know, like, all right, they're like, hey, please donate. And you're like, well, you guys are living here. You guys are stay at home. Yeah, well, you guys, it's easy to say when you guys have all the money to sit there for a year and not do anything and still have surplus of money and in a big house. And he was talking about how Bill Gates, you know, is very philanthropic, but he's hugely, uh, uh, he's rich. He's filthy rich. He's like the second richest guy in the world. He's right behind Bill Gates. Yeah, Yeah, right. So he's so rich. And he's like, oh, let's help. You know, I want to put, you know, um, education everything everywhere and he invented common core which is now do you guys know what common core is i didn't know that so common core is a lot of educators highly disagree with it common uh, yeah what is common core okay so common core is uh it is basically standardized teaching across the entire united states and uh it is pretty um i think it's in all 50 states now yeah Sounds and like a good idea on paper. All right, so so you, so we, I I am go ahead, Des. I have like four different friends that are teachers, and they just say it's a pain in the butt to teach. I have like a nanny for kids. I can't even help them do the big like it's just so hard. I'm like, oh, like something go like this, and they're like, oh, that's not how you learn. They had to fill up a whole sheet of paper to something that was like three divided by thirty two. Right. Like yeah. It's ridiculous because. They want to teach kids like the process. The process how to do it so they can see it instead of just knowing that thirty-two divided by two is like. And the problem is everybody learns differently. This is standardized. It is all right. You can call it socialist, I guess. Everyone across the board, and and, and it's not bad. You're like, all right, we want to have even uh, testing standards so no one is at a disadvantage, and we want to make everything the same across the board. The problem is people don't learn. Acro- right. pe- people don't learn the same. Right. Uh, if someone has a, a learning disability and, and they are taught one way, then and this is legitimate. I, I was reading it into it. Legitimate people learn different ways. And if you're taught one way, and you don't get it. You are not allowed the freedom to teach it a different way. My parents wanted to give me an alternative uh, way of learning. So we were homeschooled. Right. And they found different ways. And if I wasn't learning a certain way, they would find another way for me to learn it. 
and and my cousin was saying he's teaching his uh he's teaching his his son he's helping him with his homework and and like des said her friends w- were doing he's like this is like this doesn't make sense i'm just going to teach you and he's like no i don't i don't understand it this way this country was founded on ingenuity and innovation and thinking outside the box and when you shut all that down and you say everyone has to learn this way and you can't taper it to a certain uh, person's needs then it can be an issue and you can be in trouble if you step outside the lines and we want free thinking in this country that's what uh pushes innovation so so that's the problem with common core but bill gates is so big and he's like yeah i want to help you know standardize testing and i want to be you know push the envelope to have good testing but then he's also the guy who's making all the money off of off the, test. the whole program yeah. that's like uh, this it's it's hard to balance it's hard to judge motives Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot that probably goes on behind closed doors that we'll never know about COVID. But bottom line, wheels hit the ground. What do you guys think the world's going to look like when we go back to quote-unquote normal? We were talking about this. We were thinking, like, do you think some people are just going to continue wearing masks I their whole life? I 100% think that 2021, the entire year, we'll see people with masks on. Like, mm-hmm. like Asia? Like in the U.S., no, like, like people will just people will just wear masks. Hey, is that cultural appropriation? That we start wearing masks, <laughs> or wearing it for different reasons? <laughs> They're wearing it because what? they have horrible pollution and <laughs> smog. I think it's cultural appropriation, <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no. So, like, I mean, you look at 9/11. The world forever changed as far as airport security goes after that event. Right? We've never went back to quote unquote normal. Is this one of those events where we never go back to quote unquote normal where you wear a mask when you are outside? Or is it something where, I mean, it's where pe- some people do because they're freaked out and they're just maybe a little crazy. And maybe we have to do it at schools. Like they make it mandatory for children at schools, mandatory vaccinations. Like, what do you guys think? Ooh. I have a theory. Whoa. Yeah. The vaccine thing is really interesting. This, it could be, uh, but I have a theory on it. I, I don't see because the flu still exists, right? And people, and I don't mean to say that they're the same exact thing, but they're, they're similar in a lot of ways. Um, it exists and people don't bat an eye. Thousands and thousands of people die every year because of the flu and people don't bat an eye. Mm-hmm. I think that within the near future, people will... Uh, lose the sensationalism of the whole ooh, a deathly virus is spreading across the country and across the world. And I think it will turn into a, yes, if you're unhealthy, you can get sick. But I think we will view it as a flu-like disease. You stay home. You don't go to work. Obviously, you recover, which is what most a lot of people are doing. Some people aren't even going to the hospital. They just go home, mm-hmm. stay by themselves, and get over it. And I think it's going to be that normal and i think we will not see masks but okay. i could be wrong okay. i think the the key thing is is because the flu has a vaccine and once we do get a covid vaccine i think the sensationalism is going to die down because there is a way to protect against it i think it's a combination of all of it so i think in like some ways i think our government loves power to a degree to mm-hmm. where they're like this is the best excuse you're, uh, they've ever had to be able to say no, we're going to be in charge of some things. And I think they're going to be very slow to give that up. Mm-hmm. But also, on the flip side of that, America is pretty stubborn. We're like teenagers. We're like, yeah. no, we have rights. Yeah. Like, give us that. So I think like 
I think there's going to be a balance. So I think, like, honestly, restaurants, I think, are going to look super different. Like, that's something that in the future, like, I think tables are going to be more spread out. You know how, like, buildings already have, like, an occupancy level? Like, I think those numbers are all going to change. Hmm. I think, like, social distancing, stuff like that will kind of, not necessarily that people have to stay six feet apart, but that, like, ridiculous amounts of people gathered in one area, there's it's going to be a lot harder to get to that point. Um, so some of those things, like, can't change, though. Like, I was a manager in a restaurant. And, like, their margins are razor thin mm. at full capacity. So if you're telling me I have to operate at half my occupancy on the nights where I need to make money to keep this restaurant afloat, I won't have a restaurant. Also, I'm, like, who's going to go to a bar where you can't be close, uh, like, around people? No, like, you, I'm, I'm saying, like, you definitely still can, but I'm saying, like, I think it's going to, that number will dwindle a little less. So instead of 54, it might be, like, 45 now. Or something, you know, like, something a little bit smaller. Hmm. Plus, you still, like, we still have to account for, like, there's still a lot of people who are super, like, fearful right now. Mm-hmm. And there's some people who will just probably not go to a restaurant for years. Like, they'll just still order out and stay yeah. at home and do that stuff. So, like. I guarantee you there's some prepper that, like, has shut off everything. He's going to come out in, like, 13 years. And, like, the whole world is going to be, like, completely normal for the last 12 <laughs> He's gonna be like, oh dang, I missed it all. I'm glad I waited. Uh, <laughs> like back to the future, not back to the future. Blast from, Blast the, from past. the past. Yes. See, we're in the bomb shelter with yeah. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't think like I haven't thought about this, but like you know, how people are in like comas for years. Like, I think someone got out of a coma after years, and this is the year they got. No, out. It, yeah. Like, <laughs> but like in the grand scheme of things, like I just had a baby. Right, and like she was born during COVID, when every when the world is upside down, and like when she's old enough to f- remember things, like it's gonna be a distant memory that probably, in my mind, doesn't leave that much of a lasting impact. What I do think is, I, I think you're right, Matt. I think the world will look a little bit differently, um, as far as like maybe gatherings, like sports, stuff like that, for a long time. Um, but what I'm concerned about is, we are already in a place that like vaccinations and things are like kind of being taken away from us to choose and i think this is going to be what maybe pushes that over the edge right like this is the biggest scare of a virus we've had in a long time and once that vaccine comes out are you an anti like what is it what is it to say that like hey if we don't want this crazy thing that happened to us six yeah. months ago to come back again it's mandatory to get these now like i've already seen arguments of like my friends who are like all pro-vax like if you're an anti-vaxxer you're insane or like people like have our time with me because like i have the minimum requirement I don't have any extra ones, but they're like, this is the world without one vaccination. Like, you need to get all of them. And like, and so I agree with you. I think people are going to be like, this, this is the rallying cry, annoying, dude. Right? Yeah. This is this is where this like is people take a stand. Yeah. And, and and maybe this is a even if this is legitimate, like, hey, you should get uh, vaccinated. Uh, vaccinated for this. What if people start saying, hey, you should get vaccinated for this and, and this. You should take this point. drug. Where does it stop? And this, yes, where does it stop? Does it stop? And, and, and once something becomes mandatory, then once you give them that choice and that, that power, like Matt said, you're never getting it back. Right. And even with our rights, too. Yeah. And, and I, I again, I, I don't, I'm not against people taking precautions, and the government should be there to help protect us. But is this like, and you were saying earlier, oh, they don't actually mean that they're going to force it. They're just saying that. But is that like the first step in saying, hey, you, this is coming up with something and mandating that, hey, this event is dangerous and you have to do this because this event. Mm-hmm. You're not a free thinker. You can't be intelligent enough to make your own decisions and not go outside. We are mandating this. Like we don't even know if like there's going to be side effects to the vaccine either because this has been around. Like, you know, Heck no. Like the polio yeah. vaccine and stuff like that. Like it's been around for hundreds of years. You get it. You know, you'll be fine. But like. 
And then Wait, how do polio they is like really terrible. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Yes. I was like, "Are you advocating for no, keeping no. polio around?" It's not that bad. <laughs> you get it. You, you get rid of it. It's fine. fine. By the way, I'm I'm in in law enforcement. Like I work for the government, yeah. but I still think that I. It's funny. I I'm, I'm, I lean more libertarian than I think. Let's raise our flags. Yeah, yeah. dude, I'm down. I, 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 I wish I, the government and me could be like a professional acquaintance. It's <laughs> like, you know what? Like, I won't get involved in your stuff. Yeah. You don't get involved in mine. All right, I won't come to your meetings. You don't take my yeah, money. You pave my you know, roads. Like, you pave my roads. I won't break the law. Uh, you know, be good. Yeah, yeah. I won't kill people. You take sure the, r- the roads are taken yeah, care yeah. of. You know, mail. I need mail. Yeah, garbage. That's about it. Well, I mean, <laughs> 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 you can't privatize Ooh. mail. You privatize everything. Yeah. All right, dude. FedEx. Sucks, we are though. right about it. Matt, that. you got something to say? Any, any last? No, no. Talk to me. What were you gonna I was say? I going to bring up. Has anyone read the book, The Overton Window? No. Okay, so it's this book. It's this is way too long. I'm just kidding. Yeah, go, ahead. Go, well, go, 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 ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. If people don't like want to listen, they can stop idea. listening. And l- let me just put a disclaimer. I haven't read the book. <laughs> oh, stop! Stop! <laughs> stop! No! 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 This is this is news. This is like oh, well, someone told me this told me that they had Corona. It's not like none of it's factual. But it's, <laughs> it's 100% all just like uh, like speculation slash like fiction, okay, okay. but like science fiction. Yeah, I don't know, whatever, whatever. But my mom basically read this book and she said like what the whole point is is like the author. I forgot. I don't even know his name. But the guy who wrote it is basically making these like arguments just like what kind of what we just talked about where like the way the government is trying to take power is by they shift our comfortability just a little bit in each major crisis. Mm-hmm. And then they're taking over more and more power. So like just like how there's like a bomb on a plane. Next thing you know, there's x-ray machines at the airport and like mm-hmm. people are, were at first afraid of radiation yeah. and now we're just like this is normal give me an x-ray yeah. right here we in the middle of the airport hmm. it's like yep. that's kind of like the whole idea of the book and the Sorry. premise <laughs> and like it's like dude like how much like what can we use to take away people's rights basically and keep power yeah, yeah. so let's bring that up but anyone seen the push that's episode Bro, two one inch at a time yeah one inch at a time there's a there's a ben franklin quote that keeps popping up that says um, those who would those who would trade their liberty for a little safety deser- deserve neither safety nor liberty. Yeah, I, 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 again, I think the government has a place. I don't. I'm not against it. I'm not one of these sovereign citizens. I'm just. I like a free country with free thinkers and innovators and people who think outside the box. And I don't. I don't want it to be overbearing. I already think the government's a little overbearing. I also think it would be better if you had, you know, better leaders. You wouldn't be saying so much like you hate the government if you liked our leaders. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. We don't place a lot of, I don't place a lot of trust in my leaders. Matt, do you disagree? Well, I'm just thinking about, like, generally, like, worldwide. Like, many other countries don't get to choose their leaders, but there's still high respect. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking, like, a fear respect like Kim Jong-un. No offense, North Korea, but like I'm thinking, full like offense, like North Korea, like, <laughs> like with Thailand or like um, Great Britain, right? Like, there's just a massive respect for your leadership, and I think that kind of like, even though it's like, hey, I might not agree with the king of Thailand or all these things that he does or whatever, but like, there's still like a high respect for authority. But like is it is it indoctrination or is it like a free choice of like I respect you? I mean, it's like both, but I don't know. I just like I don't know if it's like I think it's okay to disagree with people, but still respect them. Like there, like I don't. I don't think just because the person you didn't vote for didn't make it in that you can be like not my president. Yeah. Like still, it's your president. Yeah, and I I think like um, uh, plugging po- another podcast here from this podcast, uh, Bridgetown Church, John Mark Comer, um, he talks about a lot how politics has really become a, a new religion, and because people are leaving the church, they're putting more faith into 
their you know political ideologies and you know people are becoming further and further left and further and further right and they're putting so much hope and so much faith into their elected officials that you know that's why we have this polarization is because people don't people don't put their their faith in the church people don't put their faith in a, a sovereign creator they put their faith in their leaders yeah so i've always wondered why people like go on the ba- ballot as like libertarian and like we know they're not going to get voted for i just don't understand like why they do it i wish they had a chance i really do i wish we had like three parties to choose from yeah, yeah i don't know i don't know. you're like as bored. a uh, yeah Money. Like Ross Perot is like. Yeah. All right, another podcast. Oh, do we yeah, ever yeah, think yeah, the three-party yeah. system yeah. is yeah. possible? That is a good. Do we need a president? That's a good one. I need to go home and feed my baby. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Colton, leave. All right, last question. We're gonna uh, just wrap it up real quick. Um, you get twenty-five thousand dollars in your pocket, hands down, no questions asked. Make so many baskets. Or yeah, a lot of kombucha right there. <laughs> Sorry. Kombucha, um, <laughs> or your best friend gets seventy five. You can't. He can't know that you gave it to him. Easy. But he could give me some of it, right? But he he can if he wants. But I don't. I mean, he doesn't know that you're responsible. He doesn't for know that you're responsible at all. You can't insinuate. No, he wouldn't give me jack. I'm taking the twenty five. I'm taking the twenty five. Really? One hundred percent. Because once you just randomly come into twenty five thousand dollars worth of cash, like unless you're like super hush. I one hundred percent know my best friend and know I would use the twenty five better than he would use the seventy five. <laughs> Put him so, on blast. Sorry. Sorry. Put him on blast. Not naming names. <laughs> AJ. <laughs> <laughs> he would want me to have the twenty five. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm gonna go this way with it, and I'm pretty selfish, but I think I think if he if it gets him to his his cottage, his beach house, or his uh, cabin in the woods, I'll be spending a lot of time there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the, the seventy five. Yeah, I'll give my best friend the money, whatever. Okay, whatever, Des. Shout out to you, and. <laughs> no, it's yeah, significant others don't, don't count. count. Um. I take that I've helped out. Yeah, I've helped out my best friend in uh, a lot of <laughs> moments. So I think uh, he would be inclined to share with me. So yes. I'd, I'd give him the seventy-five. Oh, oh, I, I man, oh, be selfish. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've helped. I've helped him out, so he would help me out. You've helped him out seventy-five thousand dollars. The equivalent of seventy-five thousand dollars <laughs> to me. So like twenty bucks. <laughs> See, I like I was gonna say best friend seventy five thousand, but from like a manipulative standpoint, more so like that changes their tax bracket, maybe. Oh uh, yeah, probably. It went Plus, yeah. I would literally tell every single person in the whole world that he has an extra seventy five thousand dollars worth of cash, and just to ask him for it, ruin his life. I would just tell people like, oh, he's tra- he just ran into some money, he's trying to give it away. Like that <laughs> way, people are just always here's his phone number. Dude, like, yeah, it's like the, that's it's what I would do. It's the biggest. So you would prank like, him. One hundred percent. And, and then I would like ask for some money. <laughs> yeah. It's like the anti-compliment. It's but like, yeah, I don't know. I think get rich fast schemes are scary. Yeah, All you're right. sick. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. In the if you said seventy-five thousand dollars for me or for the friend, I probably would have kept the seventy-five thousand dollars. In the meantime, I have this uh, circle uh-huh. circle of names. If you want to put your name in, you get eight hundred dollars if you put in a hundred. So there you go. Hmm. 
Have you guys heard that? Have you guys seen that scheme? That's yeah. going to be in pyramid our pyramid scheme that's been going around. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Colton, do the outro because you always do it right. I don't know how to do it. Oh, yeah. Like, so we'd like to thank our sponsor. Uh, yum Yum Gingerbread. Yum Yum Gingerbread Houses. And Business is slow right now. They are what you'd call Col- non-essential. I don't know how they got that by. Our newest sponsor, Colton's Kombucha. Yeah. And? Check it out. Uh, and, and, and Oh, what's our... Uh, uh, Lichtenstein? What is it? <laughs> Lichtenstein. Lichfield Hills, Lichfield Craftsman, Hills Craftsman. Which there may or may not be some kuja being sold on that. We can't sell it, so there is it's a mandatory <laughs> donation <laughs> that will be the price <laughs> of the kombucha. We are We're selling a piece of paper. You get a free bottle of kombucha with every piece of paper. So. <laughs> yeah. oh, that was a terrible outro. <laughs> we love you guys. We don't love you guys. I don't know. Stay safe. Yeah. Fight the power. Stay woke. Oh yeah, Ray, Matt says. Yeah, read the Okja yeah. book. Share this with you. About. Share this with your friends. <laughs> oh, no, no, <laughs> cut it. Cut it. Don't, don't, cut it. Cut it. <laughs> <laughs>